So pro we are back with another episode. Oh, look at that. We already got some live viewers. Nestor Meta in the comments. Just, right on time, know. my man. He's trying to redeem himself because you, you remember back back when we like like boycotted us and he like was on strike from watching us. You remember that? Yeah. I was very right. hurt. I was like, Nestor, put that. Just his nap time, bro. Uh, hey, okay, okay. Hey Nestor, we appreciate you being wow. here, man. And wow. yes, we are. Doing a live episode, back to back days, pretty cool. We're not. Don't get used to it, okay? Because we're just we're working with our schedule here until, of course, we get paid by y'all, the viewers. Of course, right, guys? And then we get to quit our regular jobs and make this a full time and our life and whatnot. And uh, guys, keep keep it moving. Keep it going. What he said. Yeah, exactly what I said, guys. We're <laughs> five days away from the biggest game of the year. Okay, we got the Bengals, Rams. We talked a lot about it yesterday. We dissected both teams. We dissected a little bit of the history. Now we got Joe Burrow going against Matt Stafford, two former number one overall picks. This is amazing. Two teams that normally don't, you know, make their appearance as often in the playoffs. Maybe the Rams. But I was just talking about it today. You have an old school story, underdog team, Joe Burrow, with a team that everyone counted out going against a new school type of era team, an all-star hand-picked players from different teams to build a super team. This is basically a David and Goliath story here, guys. We are living it. And I just cannot wait to see the outcome. I just hope it's a great game. I hope there is no slaughter by either side. Um, it, this is the last game of the season. You want to enjoy it. And you, I mean, it has to hold you off until next season. That's pretty darn tough. I mean, what do you have? You got the draft, the preseason, the drama. Pre-season. Oh, wait, you guys got us. So don't worry. You guys will have us. We'll keep you guys updated with all the drama that's going on. And speaking about drama, did you all hear? What happened? I heard uh, I heard the Cardinals and uh, their QB are having some problems. Uh-oh. You think we could swoop into their DMs or what? Maybe. <laughs> what are you doing down there? I'm oh, making fun of Kyler Murray. That's not cool, man. <laughs> That's not cool. Siciliano, man. Dude, Siciliano. We are a pro. Pro. Go. go Siciliano. Show. <laughs> That's what we are. But now we are a pro. Go. Kyler Murray show. Right, guys? Yep. We better be none of that nonsense anymore, okay? (laughs) Especially you down there. (laughs) (laughs) I'll find a way to put you down lower. Oh, my goodness. Like Kyler Murray, though. But moving on, Kyler Murray took off everything from his Twitter page that is related to the Arizona Cardinals. He followed them. uh, And and Twitter. And Twitter. And Twitter? 
I didn't know that. Well, he did take off a lot of history, but he changed his profile pic, changed his header and all that. Uh, So Instagram, yeah, he took all that off. Anything that's related to the Arizona Cardinals, that is long gone. But now, is it really long gone? Are they, is there trouble in paradise over there? I I mean, I'm asking y'all. I I wouldn't, like, it's very hard for me to come to a conclusion here because we haven't heard anything out of either the Cardinals or or Kyler Murray other than this Instagram, Twitter thing. Um, We haven't, we, as far as we know, we've, I mean, the Cardinals love the guy. I don't think they have any problems with Kyler Murray. Um, And this is all really come out of left field. Um, But with him unfollowing the Cardinals on Instagram, I mean, that has to mean something. That has to mean something. Either he's uh, upset right now and maybe they like fits it later, but I mean, it doesn't. Your 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 franchise quarterback unfollowing your team can't mean anything good. No, no, I think there is yeah. trouble. Vince, do you want to say something? Uh, I was just gonna say all we've really heard, just like Reed said, is just about something that doesn't pertain to Kyler Murray, but pertains to the team and the coaching staff on not receiving their bonuses and stuff like that. Uh, I remember that. Uh, so, I mean, maybe Kyler's taking a stand for his coaching staff and he's trying to get the upper guys in the organization to notice, hey, I can leave whenever I want. I'm wanted wherever I, I can go. I can go to the MLB, <laughs> even though <laughs> Uh, I don't see that happening, but he can go to any NFL team that needs a quarterback right now because there's like 10 that need it or want it. Like the Green Bay Packers. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. But, yeah, there uh, there was a talks about the Arizona facility not giving the coaches their bonuses just yet. They're kind of holding out. I don't know why. People want their money. People are getting upset. And clearly, Kyler Murray's upset about something. Now, as of that, we don't know exactly sure what it is. Nothing has been announced. Or Our troops down there, we got boots on the ground, of course, as always. Uh, they haven't heard anything just yet. They're right outside his door. But if he is doing this because the coaches haven't gotten paid, I think you're 100% right, Vince. I think that, that speaks volume and how his relationship is with their coach. Um, I mean, that, that would be amazing if your player is holding out so you could get paid it's usually the other way around or not even the other way around that, that doesn't happen that, that often in the nfl so i think that's awesome if it's true we're gonna find out more uh hopefully throughout the week or hopefully in the off season so we got you know way more than what we need to to talk about but uh, that's definitely an interesting story maybe we could see him go play baseball i think he should just like mr mahomes as well i think he should all leave i just yeah i don't I don't want to see him. Jimmy no. G should be the only quarterback in the league. No, no, no. The wow. The shade to Trey Lance, dude. The shade to Trey Lance. Hey, like you said, not yet, right? Not okay. yet. Yeah. Faithful to the end, baby. Faithful to All the right. end. All right. So, yeah, there's your little drama piece for the uh, for the day. It's probably going to last the next two to three weeks. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll see who he follows next. Maybe he follows a, uh, another team. I like the Broncos or the Raiders. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see because no QB is safe. Even Derek Carr's mm-hmm. job is not safe. You got a new head coach 
and maybe you want to stir things up, start a new, get rid of the old, in with the new, in with Aaron Rodgers. Never know. There's a lot of teams right now that are willing, willing to trade their quarterbacks that they have right now from the seasons that they've had. Um, and there's a lot that they might not even trade them. They're just going to cut them. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, um, if I'm the AFC and I'm not one of those, like, four teams that has, like, a Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow type of Ryan quarterback. Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill. If I don't have one of those guys, I'm looking for a trade, man. I'm looking for a quarterback if I want to compete. You can't, you can't compete in that conference if you don't have – one of those quarterbacks. What do you got, AJ? I want to. I want to put a timeout right there. Do I have these? I you don't I have the flags, bro. I got it. It fell down, and I don't want to reach down there because it's going to be one? embarrassing. Which one? Which one? Uh, throw the the right. the Here. challenge one. Throw the challenge flag. Okay. Oh. That was okay. That was a penalty flag. Okay, so I put a timeout okay. on the board. All right. Because I noticed that you did not mention Baker uh, Mayfield. The guy who you're so high about I, I was, at the beginning of the season. Yeah. The guy who's going to go, what, 40 and 11? 40 and 8. 40 <laughs> touchdowns and 8 interceptions? I, 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 I've admitted I was wrong, okay? We've been through this. Wait, I want to see how wrong you are. I was very wrong. I just want to bring it up. I want everyone to see this, okay? Okay, yeah, um, of course. Yes, the whole oh, Yeah, world. of course. Come on, man. So stats in the regular season, he has 17 touchdowns. Almost halfway there. Had 13 interceptions. Hey, that's not too far off from eight. You gotta that's not too yeah. far off from That's eight. not too far off. <laughs> He's almost even with his touchdown interception ratio. Hey, I was wrong with the touchdowns. I was a little bit off with the interceptions, all right? We don't win them all. A little bit. That was a lot of it, sir. Basically almost doubled it. (laughs) That was way off. 17 for 13. That is horrible. It was a bold prediction. It was a bold prediction. I get it. It was a bold prediction. You still owe me 20 bucks for that. You know what, Reed? I'm throwing the challenge flag because I'm challenging you to pick a new quarterback right now. Oh, shoot. Right now, on the spot. Like someone that's on, on the upcoming it doesn't matter. You pick whoever you want. I, I can pick whatever. It quarterback. could be an all-star pro from the past eight years, like Russell Wilson, or it could be to the newly found Joe Burrow, who's going to the Super Bowl. And the, it, do you have to predict them going forty and eight? No, you have to predict uh, them and their whatever stat you think is going to happen, but okay. it has to be a relevant stat. Okay. Well, I'll do a touchdown and interception. Shoot. Off the top of my head, I'll do like a really high one. Let's say 40 and 10. Okay. 40, 40 and 10. 10 interceptions. 40, a little bit more believable. Did anyone have 40 touchdowns this season? No. Yeah, do you know how many? Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say. But someone's bound to you now. Nobody did it last year. So who's it gonna be? I'm gonna say. I want to pick somebody who isn't like on the top of the charts. Let's see. Let me start naming some quarterbacks on the move. Say, wait, he just said Justin Herbert. I say Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert. Oh. Okay, you mean that the one that had, that went through the sophomore slump? Yeah. The donk. 
So he's gonna have a comeback and re rematch his his rookie year. Yeah. I don't see it happening. Everyone fell in love with this guy his rookie you guys year. You need to throw a bold prediction out. On I wasn't fooled. I wasn't fooled. Well, you were totally fooled. You and you and Vincent were the biggest on them on the Chargers. Yeah, I was big on the Chargers. I wasn't big on Justin Herbert. I don't know about that. Not bad, not bad. I'm looking at the stats right now from the 2021 season. 5,000 yards passing, yeah, 38 touchdowns, and 15 interceptions. Touchdowns? I was dang close. I didn't, know, I didn't know he had that. How many does Josh Allen have? Josh Allen has to be close to that because he didn't run the ball a lot, or the Bills didn't run the ball a lot. I don't know. But for for the fact that, that the Cleveland's like, hey, we're keeping Baker for next year. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? But are they really telling the truth? I mean, I, I as any organization that doesn't have like a set in stone, this is our guy. You should always be on the lookout for your next quarterback, either through the draft or free agency. So it's kind of like the Tennessee Titans saying, we're not going to pursue Aaron Rodgers, even though they are going to pursue Aaron Rodgers. I would assume so. But I do believe that they want Baker Mayfield to be their guy. Of course, and I want Jimmy G to be our guy. He has a high, he has some looks, and he man, he he looks good in that red uniform. Tell you that, but that ain't going to happen. It's just not. It's not there. Baker Mayfield is not there. If the Cleveland Browns get Jimmy G, that's an upgrade. Mm-hmm. It, it's not there. Thank you. Thank. This is like <laughs> the first time y'all agreed with me. Whoa! All right, what, hey, what did Josh Allen have, Vincent? Uh, he had. 4,400 yards passing, 36 touchdowns, and he tied with Justin Herbert at 15 INTs. Not bad. I mean, Josh Allen's a freak, though. Justin Herbert. Yeah, Josh Allen probably had a few uh, few rushing touchdowns also. Not convinced. Pretty sure. Not convinced. Big frame, yeah. No. There is something I want to – uh, so something I want to talk about. So we've got a lot of new head coaches, right? A lot of new head coaches to a lot of teams. Uh, I can't remember exactly how many. I think I saved the photo here. It's like seven or eight, I think, if I remember correctly. Maybe nine. Well, yeah, two, three, four, four five, six, six, seven. Eight. Here we got nine. Okay, uh-huh. so we got the Jaguars' new head coach, Chicago mm-hmm. Bears' new head coach, Texans, Vikings, Giants, Raiders, Miami, Saints, and Broncos. I want to do this before the season ends, okay? Because right now, the regular season's fresh on our minds, and, you know, next season's going to come before you even know it, especially yeah. with NSP Football Talk. Um, out of those nine teams with their new head coach, who will be the most successful? Well, you just look at the best team. I think you can. Dolphins. You can look at the best team. Uh and the best team there would be the, the Saints. I think the Dolphins would be better. I like Mike McDaniel. He is coming from the Shanahan uh, system. Uh, he's been with Coach Kyle Shanahan for three years more. You know, uh, He helps in the drawing board. Shanahan still calls offensive plays no matter what. That's his team. But he's definitely going to get super creative out there in Miami, especially with Tua. Tua is kind of like a blueprint of Jimmy G. Uh, a little more wheels on him, but, you know, same, you know, Stays in the pocket, likes to throw it quick, and likes to throw the slants. Super simple. I think he'll find great success there. 
Reed, who you got? I was trying to look up the the teams again. Just because oh, I want to. Can you listen again for me? Yeah, sure. You got the Jacksonville Jaguars, okay, the Bears, nope. the Bears, nope. uh, Texans, nope. Minnesota, nope. New York, nope. Raiders, New York Giants, sorry, Raiders, Dolphins, Maybe. Saints, Maybe. and Broncos. Mm, the Broncos is a huge if because it depends on who's at quarterback. If they don't find a quarterback this offseason, I don't see them being a good team, unfortunately, or they'll be mediocre at best. Um, okay. Saints. I think they, they have the best situation. It depends on what they're able to finesse in free agency as far as their cap situation. Uh, Dolphins are just a huge – I mean, we'll see where they go after this past year. They went on a huge uh, winning streak and almost made the playoffs, but we'll see. But remember, Reed, they were being paid yeah. to lose. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. If I had to choose right now, I would probably I'm gonna say the Dolphins. Okay. I feel like it's a safest bet. Safest bet, Dolphins in the same division as the Patriots, as the Jets, yeah. as the Bills. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a bold one, but you know what? Maybe Mike McDaniels could pull a little bit of magic in there. We don't know how he's gonna do as a head coach, but you could definitely tell he's a younger head coach and he's very creative. Um yeah. all luck to there. What you said about the Broncos, I think they could still be successful even if they keep Teddy Bridgewater. Even if they do. He just I has feel to like stay. we were saying the same thing this past offseason, though. Right, but Teddy Bridgewater got injured. He didn't play horrible, but he didn't play good either. What was the record before he got injured? I don't remember. It wasn't that great. Oh, no, the Texans were horrible, uh, but he was playing good when he actually played. We're talking about the Broncos. Yeah, we're talking about the Broncos. Oh, you're talking about the Broncos? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, the Broncos, um, even Jerry Judy got hurt, too, uh, for the majority of the season. So you're out, Teddy Bridgewater, Jerry Judy, and then you trade Von Miller. And so that's like a – that's a those are big hits. So – I mean – I know, but remember what the Rams traded for. They gave the the Broncos a lot, okay? And then you said about the Saints. Saints, I don't think they're in a good scenario. They are in – you remember last year we are talking about draft capital hell? Not draft capital, just capital hell. And uh, they were in the worst spot. Well, they did the unthinkable because they got a great guy who, you know, does very well in switching numbers and stuff. He just rolled it over to this coming year. So they are going to be, I think, the worst right uh, above the Packers, the worst when it comes to draft cap and also um, – uh, players becoming free agents. And don't forget this whole news with Alvin Kamara. He might be in prison for five years. They're losing that guy. Michael Thomas doesn't want to be there with no Drew Brees. He is gone. So I think that's a horrible situation. I Maybe. feel bad for Dennis Allen. I know they hired within, you know, good for him. Hopefully he could do something. Hopefully the organization gives him a chance. Sean Payton saw it. I was like, peace. You know, I'm out. Um, Dolphins. <laughs> I definitely think they could do something, make something happen. I definitely think they could overcome the Patriots and maybe be that second spot. Uh, I think Mac Jones played incredible this year, but now teams have the blueprint how to play him. And really, it's just Bill Belichick getting creative. They made all their big moves last offseason. One that I think is going to be the most successful, you guys. And remember, when I say successful, I'm not just talking about records. I'm I'm talking about, you know, where they place – 
within their division, how they play against other teams, and also who they draft, the free agents. Of course, you guys know this. You guys are experts. I'm talking Minnesota Vikings here. Why are we not addressing Minnesota? Why? If Aaron Rodgers leaves that division, even if Aaron Rodgers doesn't leave that division, you see that the the draft the the cap uh, space there for new uh, for Green Bay. I'm all over the place right now for Green Bay. And how many players are you actually going to bring back? You have so many players on free agency. There's only so much you could do. Over here, it is their time, is their window to get into the playoffs and get into the Super Bowl. I they have a great chance. I don't see it. They got they got stars on their team. I have to admit. I mean, Justin Jefferson, absolute star. I'm like authentic hate stars. I, I I'm gonna hate hearing his name over the past next few years. Um, but you got Kirk Cousins at the head of that offense. And I, he's I not bad. I he's not bad, but I don't trust him. Um, Dalvin Cook, great when he's healthy. Um, as far as defense, I can't remember too many other stars. Um, but I don't know. I don't see it, especially with the first-year head coach uh, or they're a new head coach. I just don't see them doing that great. So uh, you, you said- the Packers run for the money. They'll probably win one game against us. Um, but, yeah. yeah. So, Reed, here's, here's what I got to say to you thinking that Kirk Cousins is not it. I want you to guess his stats. How many interceptions? No actually. <clears throat> All right. Well, I'm going to tell you he ranked, he tied in the rank for third in the least interceptions in the entire NFL with seven. He had 33 touchdowns and 4,200 yards. So, Not that bad, think, but... it just it just got a point here with that running game with Cook. Thank you. And he was injured half the season. He's mm-hmm. always injured. Not next year. Mm-hmm. Hey, maybe I'm wrong. But if we have there. Aaron Rodgers, answer me the question. Who wins that division? It's going to be tight. Oh, okay. It's going to be tight. Okay. Yeah, you're going to be but, a totally different team if you keep Aaron Rodgers uh, because he's going to worsen your cap. Not really. Signing into extension can a lot of times you can finagle it to throw it into future. But does he want a long extension? That's the thing. No. Remember, Reed, we watched we watched the cap video. I know. Well, you watched it. Mm-hmm. You guys just gonna be throwing that in my face from now on, or what? Yeah. Yeah. Copper coop. Two best friends right here, guys. Two best friends. <laughs> Uh, another team that I'm surprised none of y'all mentioned were the Raiders. I know they went through a huge downfall, but look what they did despite right. everything that happened. <sighs> Got to give kudos to them. Lost their head coach, lost their star wide receiver, and also who else did they lose? Well, it wasn't, wasn't Cleo Mack injured a good amount of the season? I don't or think he I, was, uh, I think he missed maybe a game. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. Not too sure. Um, but, yeah, they're not in a totally bad situation. I think, depending on the QB situation with the Broncos, either one of those guys is going to be second amongst that list to be the most successful. Well, the one thing the Raiders do really, really well is they beat the Kansas City Chiefs. 
a lot. Um, but I don't know if next year, after all this head coach moves, uh, you're losing players to reasons outside of football. Uh, they did a real good job uh, bouncing back this year, but their record wasn't that bad when all that was happening. I don't see them replicating it unless they have a big free agency signing this year. Uh, maybe Aaron Rodgers. Maybe they use their cap that they have for some more wide receivers or to bolster the the cornerbacks on defense uh, or their safeties. But um, I just don't see them replicating it unless they have a big, big uh, draft class and a big, big free agency signing. <clears throat> I guess that plays a huge big part of why you picked the Miami Dolphins, right? Because of their, their draft, the draft picks that they have. They have That's, so many picks. Gotta... They have so much cap space, too. I think they're top five in cap space as well. Um, they have so much to do. I don't like what teams do whenever they hire a new head coach uh, or even hire a new GM and head coach whenever it comes to the draft. Usually the owner takes part and they choose – uh, who they really want, like they have the final say-so. They, they, they're they advised throughout the draft, but they got the final say-so. Uh, I'm hoping uh, teams like the Dolphins and the Broncos, uh, they don't get affected by by that. I really hope their head coaches, I mean, if you trust them enough to be your head coach, trust them enough to make the right decision in the draft. Let him build their team that they have a vision for. Uh, so that just bothers me because I know that happened last year with uh, the New York Jets and Robert Sala. Uh, I think his first official draft pick was, like, uh, in the fourth round. So that that kind of blows, you know. And then if they're not successful, you blame it on the head coach. Like, come on. But, yeah, that's pretty cool. All these, there's a lot of new head coaches. I'm, yeah, I'm really worried about Lovey Smith, though. He's out there with the Texans. I mean, what's, what do they got going for him? Training Deshaun Watson, what can you get out of him? That's a good question. As far as Lovey Smith, Lovey Smith is a great coach. Uh, the mm-hmm. Bears' biggest uh, um, mistake they've made in the past ten years is, is uh, firing Lovey Smith. Um, as far as the Texans go, I mean that that organization is on fire. Let's be honest. If you've like dived in on like what has actually happened behind the scenes, it's it's just. A hor- it's just a fire. Um, so I don't know what he's going to be able to do. I don't know how long he's going to last. We will Time will only tell. Uh, but as far as Deshaun Watson, where it is, happens to him, because they, they, the Tetsons have already said, if I remember correctly, that he's not going to be on the roster next year. Correct. Correct yeah. yeah, you are. So he's either going to get traded or they're going to release him. I They're going to do everything they can to try to get something back for him, for sure. Uh, where what team takes them? I don't know if uh, the Dolphins are still in that running still, but I mean it depends on how the whole free agency of uh, quarterbacks uh, goes about or go, goes. I mean if Aaron Rodgers stays, that's one uh, person off the board. If Russell Wilson stays with the Seahawks, that's one person off the board, and et cetera, et cetera. It's, it's all these uh, teams decided to stay with the quarterbacks, or the quarterbacks decide to stay with them. The, the market for a quarterback for the teams that are looking for a quarterback is going to get smaller and smaller. So if you're the Tetsons, you're really hoping Rodgers stays with the Packers and all these other quarterbacks. You want that market gets as small as possible so you can trade him. I don't know where he can end up, though. I mean, 
he's eligible to play. He's not on the he's not on the exemption list, even though the the court case is going still going on. So he can play day one for any of these teams. Yeah, pretty much can. And I think he will fight a new home. Whether he plays or not, I don't know, but he will fight a new home. And the Texans, hopefully they get a lot of compensation for him. Uh, best of luck. I just want him out of there because I really like that guy, uh, Davis Mills. Uh, I think he's a true talent, rookie for Stafford. We're not going to be a rookie anymore, but I really like I really like what he had. Uh, he showed a lot of potential out there. And if you're a Texans fan, you got to build around that guy. That's your new guy. That's the guy right there. I'll tell you right now. That's my bold prediction right there, that he's the guy for the Houston Texans for the next three years. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I mean, first, first favorite team, of course, obvious. I mean, there's signs all over my, my uh, room and stuff, but uh, the Texans have always been my favorite Texas team and my second favorite NFL team for a while now. Um, I just liked Deshaun Watson before all this stuff started happening before it all came out. Uh, but now, of course, I my respect for him has gone uh, out the window. Uh, but one thing that's interesting, even if uh, the Texans don't get anything for a trade for him, uh, they still gain 24 mil in cap space by cutting him. So I think that's insane. Uh, of course, he's not really getting paid because he's not playing the games. Um, but, I mean, when you get that much off your cap, uh, you can – bolster that line for davis mills because i saw him play when i went to go watch the seahawks play against him and he was good i mean he didn't have a lot of touchdowns or anything like that but he passed for almost 300 yards on us and our i mean our corners were the best but he was making plays he was rolling out he was avoiding sacks and he was just slinging the ball and i mean he's he's one of the the talents that nobody really talks about because he's on texans uh, but he's such a good late pick, and I think the Texans are going in the right direction. They just need to get all this stuff off their back with uh, Deshaun Watson and this new head coach signing. I mean, That's really all it is. They just need to get rid of the drama, which is Deshaun, and really start getting to work and building for that team around Davis Mills, and they got it, I think. Within the next two, three years, they would have a pretty solid team if they do things right. I got a lot of faith in Lovey Smith. I think he he's a great head. He's going to be a great head coach there, and I think he knows what he's doing. They just need to keep him. That's something <laughs> something about the Texans that's been bad for a while. They never keep good people how, there. <laughs> how do you go from having D Hop, JJ Watt, and Deshaun to just messing it all up? Nor the people who run the business are bad. That's why. Yeah, no, I agree. But how bad you got to be to do that? I mean, it's not even an old school yeah. business. I mean, it, it's one of the newer teams. Like, what's wrong with you? I, I don't know. So, some people, it's all about the money. But anyways, you guys, I know we got a little off track. But like I said, we're talking about all the hottest news in the NFL right now. And right now, head coaching talk is one of the hottest news and you guys need to stay up there on that because mm-hmm. I know some of y'all, I know I was a, I was that person before where I didn't think head coaches really mattered all that much, you know, growing up, uh, then you start realizing how much of an impact 
they have and what they do to the team. I mean, the team lives by their head coach. Their personality is going to be because of the head coach. So, guys, pay attention to this stuff. It, uh, we're giving out some good good details here. We got the Super Bowl coming this weekend. Hopefully, everyone has access to it. Hopefully, you guys can enjoy it. I do want to give a quick shout-out to a couple of people from work. I uh, appreciate you guys. They took interest in, in our show, uh, gave them our information. So, if you guys are watching, appreciate you guys for, for watching this uh, from Cordillera. Um, you guys got anything to say before we take off? Um, hope it's a great Super Bowl. Yeah, man, just enjoy the last week of football while we got it. Like I said, if your team's not playing, forget about it. Enjoy it because it's gonna be oh it's gonna be a long ride. Yep. Mm-hmm. But until next time, you guys keep on grinding.